Expecting that. That was actually terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't work out what was going on for a second. <laughs> Cartoon boys. You're mental. Cartoon mental. <laughs> Have you not got cartoon boys? Uh, I feel like if I voiced a cartoon, I would want it to be like a Daria style cartoon, and therefore my cartoon voice would be my current speaking voice. It's got to be a fucked up cartoon voice. You sound like the evil witch in like the Wizard of Oz. I was imagining like some sort of like small but evil animal in like some sort of Looney Tunes cartoon. Like maybe you're a sparrowhawk, but you're a sparrowhawk <laughs> that viciously murders people. Like Bugs Bunny goes round to your house and there's just decapitated children's heads lying everywhere. Oh my god. That's probably something they would have made in the nineteen thirties. Possibly, yeah. Because I'm going to talk about, that's one of the things I'm talking about um, in this episode, is the Censored Eleven, which I went down that wee rabbit hole. There's 11 cartoons from the Looney Tunes um, archives that are censored and will never be broadcast on television. I'm really interested in this because I have no idea what it is, but when I was looking at, like, you can obviously purchase the, like, Looney Tunes entire back catalogue. Yeah. And when I was looking at the fact that you could purchase it, it said, except for the censored 11. And then I remember thinking, ooh, I wonder what that is. And then yeah, I into it. To <laughs> <laughs> of course, that pricked my ears up. I was like, ooh, the censored 11. I've got to get in about that shit. I really want to see it. If anything censored or forbidden, I want to see that shit. Hmm, that's huh. I've never heard of that. Although, funnily enough, one of the things I was kind of was Animaniacs, which kind of fits into it, which I think they should have Oh, yeah. I the, uh, love the, the Animaniacs. There was, a, there was an Animaniacs where someone said about fingerprints. Fingerprints. Finger and they fingered prints. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I really don't remember their names, but I remember the girl and it was called Doc. And the guy yeah. one goes to her, oh, go look for fingerprints. And she's yeah. like, okay, I found prints. But she's like, carrying prints. And she's like, no, fingerprints. And she's like, no. And like, chucks them away. Like, I fingerprints. <laughs> but I don't think, I think that would have went right over my head as a child. Oh, like, definitely. Yeah, there was so much <laughs> stuff that I feel like I've looked at like sort of ultra violent things in kids' cartoons and TV shows when we were younger, which I remember. But then I looked at like, yeah, weird sexual things in kids' cartoons from when we were younger and I don't remember any of them. Yeah. I don't want to 
of them was which isn't really that much of a talking point but just when i was looking through like sort of ideas online for what to look at and one of them was like johnny bravo because it's basically just sexual Absolutely. harassment the cartoon and i was like um, yeah so it is like you wouldn't they wouldn't make johnny bravo nowadays like imagine I that love being a johnny bravo. I actually watched that so much on the cartoon network i thought like, i thought it was funny i really liked it when i was younger as well I thought no, because the women were like fuck off fuck off just get the fuck away from me. They were they were just like humiliating him all the time. He was just like a sad case. I couldn't get anybody to go out with whatever. The women didn't fall for his shit. That's the problem. Why but he basically stopped them, didn't he? Like each episode was him like, You'd be like hey mama. Sexually harassing one <laughs> woman consistently throughout a day. I don't think I knew what sexual harassment was when I, when I was that age, but I do remember thinking this is just wrong. Like, it's just really wrong, but not understanding why it was wrong. Yeah, to be fair, there's quite a lot of stuff as well that when I was looking at it, I was either like, yeah, I remember. Like, I didn't really write anything down on Ren and Stimpy. Oh, no, there was one thing I wrote down, I like the famous reason. episode. Where they saw a log. Do you guys know that, that episode? Oh, oh, can they have a log dance? <laughs> a log song, sorry. It was a whole song no, about log. I don't know. But there's one where they saw logs. So they get a job as lumberjacks and they saw logs. <laughs> But I don't well, know which, because going back to what you said, when I was, I didn't like Ren and Stimpy. It made my skin crawl. Obviously, it was really weird. And I realized as an adult, it's because it's like... It's gross and had bogeys and yeah. everything. Yeah, I found it really weird that the cat had like a prominent arse. Yeah, like a little like bog. That, that, made between her, the two of them. Yeah, that made me feel a bit weird as a kid. Like, but as an adult, I'm like, like if you're a weird alien cat and dog and you want to have a like weird kinky sexual relationship, that's up to you. But like, it's a bit weird <laughs> to be in a children's programme. But I don't know which one's which. So basically, was the, it meant the, to be a children's programme? That's the thing, was it? I don't know. Like, was there not like, like a version of it that was on whatever was the like version of Adult Swim when we were younger, but there were episodes that were on Cartoon Network during the day. And one of them was this, um, or was it Nickelodeon? Uh, Oh, it might be on Nickelodeon, but later on in the day. Thing. Yeah, I think there was like the late night version that was for adults, but there was the one that was on during the day, and the Lumberjacks one is in one of them, and in it, the cat like, holds logs in between his arse cheeks. For the chihuahua to cut, and the chihuahua, because he's so frail, says he has to get a special saw, and his saw is basically like a strap. <laughs> oh and there's no like several minute scene of them sawing logs in half, but it basically just looks like the chihuahua's fucking the cat. Oh my god, I don't remember that. I don't remember that episode. And not even looks like, like it's clearly deliberately animated to look like they're both lumberjacks and the cats getting fucked by the dog. <laughs> Isn't there an episode in Spongebob where Spongebob's caught watching like sea porn? <laughs> comes in and he's like oh shit and he turns telly off stuff like that actually where they're like yeah doing things that are therapy but you're not supposed to understand it as a child they're just copying something well there's that line in the simpsons where marge is doing a like was it uh one of those derby things destruction derby things homer shouts stop banging my wife but it's because the car's banging into her car but and you know if you know what you actually mean (laughs) one of the ones that i found that's like quite similar to that as well is did you guys watch Rocco's Modern Life when you were younger? I used to, but it, it, it's sort of a hazy memory now. I know it was weird, yeah. but I can't remember any specific episodes. It I was feel like it was like a less fucked up version of Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, right. it was, was I it? quite liked it. It was kind of, I feel like it was kind of lynching, but I like that. the bits that I don't remember about it, which I looked up, 
because I was like, was there anything weird in that? Because it was just a bit weird, like everything about it was a bit strange. But it says uh, a lot of people don't remember from when they're younger. And then I checked this and I was like, okay, this thing that I saw on this website is true. That whenever they talk about hobbies in any episode of the show, Rocco always says that his hobby is jacking. And whenever they talk about, and actually I do remember this because they had like the game <laughs> board that he'd sometimes show. Whenever they talk about games or having a party, he always says that his favourite game is Spank the Monkey or can they play a game <laughs> or Spank the Monkey? Wait, I just remembered something. Was there not um, a cafe or somewhere where they went or like a diner called the Choking Chicken? <laughs> yeah, that rings a vague bell. Choking Chicken, which is also another like way of saying like wanking, basically. Was, was Rocco's Modern Life just all about wanking? Possibly. <laughs> what was he a wallaby? A wanking wallaby? He was a wallaby. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what he was. Like, I, I remember watching, but I don't remember enjoying it because I just never got it. Yeah. Like, I just didn't get it at all. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't for kids. No, but... I feel like maybe it, yeah, got my, me in the mindset of liking weird, trippy, nonsense, like, yeah. licked up shows, but I didn't realise that actually it was just some weird masturbatory cartoon. See, it's just like that, right? Maybe. What's that, yeah? Nothing. That's Mark. Terrible. <laughs> oh, what did you say? Was that an insult towards Mark? Yes. See it. Why are you bullying me? <laughs> what did you say? Bully Mark. <laughs> Those weird cartoons turn you. <laughs> Possibly. What? Because we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> That's a point I want to come back to. Oh God. No, because we're all. I was slightly fucked in the head. I used to fancy cartoons. I used to fancy Aladdin. Is that right? Oh yeah, like a hundred percent. I actually was obsessed with him. Like, I had pictures of him on my wall and I would fantasize about fucking cartoon yeah. Aladdin. I thought he was. I mean, Trent yeah. Daria as well. Do you know what Aladdin brought it on with them? You know, there's the girls that are in the balcony in Aladdin when they're like singing and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. She hers. must have put it on with them. Like, must have. 100%. Oh, yeah. He was probably yeah. banging. <laughs> don't blame them. I think they were prostitutes. I don't know what they were. Spo- probably, actually, the way they were dressed. I don't like people really dressed Well, they were, they were probably in a hat, like, in. I don't know what the equivalent is in Agrabah, some sort of harem or brothel. Yeah, yeah that's the a... harems like if you belong to. Oh yeah. The one guy for like someone. Aladdin would have would have a harem. I think he would. <laughs> I would be part of it. Jasmine wouldn't allow it. No, that's what I was going. No, he wouldn't because she uh, wouldn't. Which she is, wouldn't. You know, right, I approve of her if she wants to be monogamous. That's <laughs> fine, but no, I think she'd tell me fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, but those girls—they had like the big, massive mama woman that after them. That was clearly their oh, like. What you call it? Yeah, they're madam. Yeah, they're madam. That's it. It's clearly that watching over their girls. Yeah, definitely. And I thought they. Oh, I don't know. Is there any other like sort of Disney films that? have i mean ursula was quite sexy for a large lady but then she was obviously supposed to be a drag queen well that's kind of one of the other things that i was wanting to yeah, talk about was like based the whole... on our um divine wasn't divine, she? yeah like how many of the disney villains were based on either like gay lesbian trap oh. or queer performers which is pretty much what about james wood so he's a bit of a dick yeah i think like hades as well was oh, obviously okay. james wood like playing gay i think when did they I can't remember, I'm sure, <laughs> annoyingly I didn't write this down, but yeah, it's like very, very recently that the villain in the Disney film wasn't specifically modelled around like a there's gay not, lesbian. There's not been a specifically gay or queer person in a Disney cartoon, really? No. No. Uh, on the new Beauty and the Beast, like, 
Yeah, but that's a movie. Yeah, that's that, not the also, movie. that 100% doesn't count. I know they like massively publicize it's literally like he dances with the man in the background. <laughs> like, mm. I just, I just think it's irrelevant for a kid's story. Like what you are, I don't know. Like just gone. Yeah. It's more like, for the adults, isn't it? Yeah. Kids, kids are telling us that they don't know. Yeah, they shouldn't be. Mean, they shouldn't know mm. anything about sexuality or anything like that. Like when I watched Ren <laughs> Simpy and I seen his little bum, I mean, I felt weird, but I didn't really get. <laughs> I think, I think, like as a child, I thought this is quite strange but like I, I don't know I think it melted my mind but that was kind <laughs> like, of what, what I was thinking fuck? about though because do you not think it's really <laughs> weird that like parents groups okay they didn't like, like Ren and Simpy but they didn't have like a massive issue with it and it was like overly sexualized yeah. but then something like the inclusion of LeFou dancing with a man like there was parents groups going mad to try to get the remake of Beauty and the Beast banned and it's like literally nothing's happening like, actually nothing at all is happening. I don't think I would have even noticed that he was supposed to be gay unless there was all these people talking about it. Because it was it just... Was like the... Sorry, yes. sorry? Yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> is is um, Sebastian in The Little Mermaid a racist character? Is he not Jamaican <laughs> or something? Yeah. Yeah, and he's not quite a Jamaican actor. Was he? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I thought he was. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. Well, no, I'm right. sure he was. Well, Song of the South. Has anyone actually seen it? Yeah, I used to watch that one. You've actually seen the movie, right? So what do you... I think I I used to have VHS VHS tapes of Dumbo and stuff, right? And that's that's got some black hair. Yeah. Uh, And and it had, you know, at the end of the video, you would see, like, trailers for other Disney films and that. And it had Song of the South. Oh, no, they used to play songs, you know, with the wee Mickey Mouse symbol. Yeah, I know what it is because of exactly what you're talking about, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never never seen it i've been on the ride like um splash mountain which is based on song in the south and i wonder if they've um censored that ride because that's all based on that movie when you go through it's not just like and they're changing the ride entirely so it's not called song of the south anymore i can't remember what film they're shifting to be based on but see i i don't agree of of just cancelling it and putting it away forever i think it should be there for people to watch but is that, like so that people can make their own minds up about or or learn from it, not just paint it away as if it never happened. I think though, like having the film with a disclaimer at the start, yeah. saying like, by the way, we now acknowledge that this is like horrendously racist, but we understand yeah. that people could use it for like whatever academic study. Is exactly. Fit, I get why they're getting rid of the ride because you can't really be like looking at the racist ground ride for but, academic study. No, but it wasn't racist to me when I went on that ride. It was just like some some funny animals singing a song. There wasn't any black people. There wasn't any like it wasn't. What was the name of the guy in Song in the South? Uncle uh, something. I don't fuck. I was going to say Uncle something, and then I was like, "Am I just making that up?" Yeah, I know. I don't know. What can't what yeah, he uh, wasn't. He wasn't in it. It was just Bear Rabbit and all the different like foxes and animals and stuff. It, I mean, if you're a kid or whatever, if you've never seen Song of the South, you wouldn't think, "Oh fuck, that's right. It's racist. Get me off." I kind of want to go back and watch that film again now just to yeah, see yeah. because I remember it had like black slaves in it and it, there were parts where it treated very well but I don't I don't remember it the, big, the big issue with it and I've not watched it so mm. I'm just saying this from stuff I've read but is the big issue with it not that kind of the message of the film is that the black people who were unhappy were unhappy because they'd broken free of slavery so oh. best to stay in the south and be a slave because they were like what joyous when they were doing that, and it's the slaves that have broken free and gone north that were unhappy. I don't know, I've not seen it. 
<laughs> do you remember that they were all very happy and cheerful and anti whatever was making cakes in the kitchen and everyone just seemed nice and happy but I, I really don't remember because I was a child is um, it the song Zippity do that because yeah, that's are right. you going to talk about the crows and Dumbo yes yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Dumbo. so oh they're, okay they're making no what were you going to say it's fine. no 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 I mean I was just I, I looked into the the Dumbo thing and I loved I watched it so many times as a kid. Me and my sister, it was one of my sis- me and my sister's favourite films to watch. And the crows, sad. what? Do you not find it like a really sad film though? Like I only watched it a couple of times because I just found it too sad. Yeah, yeah um, it's not one that I really ever go back and watch because it's think... a, that is really depressing. <laughs> what the fuck do you think I am then? Welcome <laughs> <laughs> now. No, I just found I, I found again. I think I, I really like weird shit. So the the pink elephants part. Which again for a kids film they get pished. Essentially they get yep. absolutely shit faced or yep. or it looks like they're on a fucking acid trip because those pink elephants were terrifying to me as a kid. Like, but I couldn't stop watching it and but I found them really scary. Yeah, no, me too. I I generally find that terrifying much. Especially when they start yeah. When they start merging together and stuff. And again yep. it's kinda of weirdly sexual. It's really, oh, is it? I just found it trippy. But then as an adult, now that I'm thinking about it, what was worse about them getting all drunk and trippy is that, that he actually started drinking because he was so down and low and depressed. And that's why he started drinking. And oh, all... God, I didn't think of that. I didn't think of it like that. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> like the whole film is him upset and depressed and sad because they were taking him away from his mum. Yeah. The whole thing. I just remember his those starts. up for being a mad elephant. And oh. yeah, that's sad. It's terrific and i didn't like as well when they dressed him up as a wee clown and all that and yeah. i found that upsetting and then forced him up high to jump and things and humiliated the poor thing because he's got big ears i know but like the whole film was pretty much animal torture and i think from that like even from a young age i never wanted to go to this i mean i did go to the circus but i didn't like it because i would always think of dumbo and how horrible like those yeah like, i'm the same 80s in prisons and it used to really really get to me and i know the cartoon but it was more of a sort of horror movie than a yeah, like what's the it's not really a children's movie like what's the moral of it what's the message behind it? it's just a succession of awful events and then yeah. at the end it's not too awful but <laughs> i don't know if that's a learning thing it starts awful though as well we're like you don't start it's like the, um, the stork brings Dumbo to his mum but he's almost I, there was a bit in it that I can't remember properly but he almost gives them to the wrong person and that used to really like get to me I was like oh my god what if he'd ended up with someone else and not with his real mum and then I was like I think as a child I was really confused as well I was like wait if the stork brings you to your parents how does he know who to give you to yeah exactly is he a wee dick and gives you to someone shit what if he oh, gives you to pure paedophiles yeah, I used to fuck my head. It's like, what? You know, when you're a kid and you're pissed off at your parents, I'm like, I'm going to run away from home. I was mm. about like, what if they're not my real parents? What if they're not actually my parents? What? Start gaming to the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so wrong as well, the whole stork thing. I I just, uh, that, that's I think that's maybe why I watched it so much because it was just so weird. And then there's the crows. Literally, yeah. one of them's called Jim Crow. And mostly crows are, crows are bro- yeah, well, I've just brought up the um, lyrics to When I See an Elephant Fly, and I'll read it out. I don't want to do the voices. Um, <laughs> don't do the voices. <laughs> I saw a peanut stand, heard a rubber band, and seen a needle wink its eye. And this is the racist part. 
But I be done seeing about everything when I see an elephant fly. See an elephant fly. It is just... I be done seeing about everything. That's how they say it. So yeah. it's sort of like, you know, black people, they're assuming the, the stereotype of that they're not very literate and they're a bit dumb. There's a song later on as well with the, you know, there's the part with the, the actual, the sleeves are actually working away. And like the likes to that is, um, well, we work all day, we work all night, we never yeah. learn to read or write, we're happy hearted, yeah. rust about. When all our folks have gone to bed, we sleep until we're almost dead. We don't Which know is very similar to. And when we do, we throw our pay away. It's, it's horrible. Like, well, on crap or something, like, yeah. um, you know, so gambling or. Right. Yeah. So like, sleep away till they're dead, and when they do get paid, they just chuck it on whatever. And I'm like, how is this in a kid's film? Yeah, and also it's weird then that Dumbo's not being banned because, as you say, like Song of the South, like that's basically the issue. It's the same thing. So, like the slaves that have gone to the North, it's basically implying, oh, because they're black, they're stupid, and because they're stupid, they can't handle looking after themselves. And then old uncle Billy Magoo, or whatever his name is, (laughs) as you say, sings Zippity Doo and it's all about how he's so happy because he's still in the South and he's still a slave. So, he's in the field, he's everywhere, and it's great times. Like, it's yeah, I mean, the same I thing. So why is Dumbo not banned? I'm not saying that like neither should be banned. I'm saying that like maybe both should be banned. Dumbo's getting remade into one of these live action films. No, it's already so been done. Very, it's already been done. But how? I'm, I haven't seen that. I don't know. Is it out you know yet? what? Oh, it's very. Not, mm. no. But I, I was a bit like, how are they getting like? Did they remove all the racist? It's got a nice ending. It's got a nice ending. And where... did they remove the racist characters? Like I've oh, not watched it, but I'm sure yeah. I've read that. Like all the characters have just been removed altogether. It wasn't addressed. But the whole thing is traumatizing. The entire film is traumatizing. They changed the whole thing. Like it's obviously it's like there's no there's no black stereotype. It's completely different. Basically, it's it, the the plot. Okay, yeah, the, the the elephant's got long ears and that, and eventually it can fly. But it's like about a it's more like about a big corporation that wants to take over the small corporate the small circus and then exploit. Dumbo as oh, well, then, to be fair, that doesn't sound kind of right. Thing. I approve of them stopping vilifying poor black people and instead vilifying rich white people. That's, that's basically what they do, yeah. And it has a nice happy ending, whereas at the end of Dumbo in the cartoon, okay, he's reunited with his mum, which is lovely, but he's still trapped in a fucking circus. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> the, the new one doesn't put people off, you know, animal cruelty, doesn't put them off circuses or anything like that. Um, It does have a lot to say about animals being used as performing in circuses yeah Yeah. um because danny devito's circus uses animals but by the end of the film he decides that it's going to be an animal free circus and basically gets released into the wild he gets put back into africa or whatever but which i thought but he's never seen africa so how the fuck does he know how he survives there i think we tell immigrants all go back to where you're not immigrants people who were born here go back to where you came from and i was like yeah "Yeah, that's a bit problematic isn't it (laughs) go back to africa mate or in, in, in Africa. Africa. Yeah, I don't know if he's an African or an Asian elephant, to be fair, I don't know. I think they put him... Like, when I was a child, and fucking, like, idiots need some school, be like, I'll go home, you packy. And I'm like, firstly, I am home. Secondly, I'm not from Asia. No. Like... <laughs> <laughs> But Paki was just a generic word for every type of sort of in, like Asian person, wasn't it? Like yeah. my mum used to say to me, Leslie, go up to the Paki shop and get me some rolls. That she, she actually did say that. That's terrible, isn't it? But I didn't know that that was the wrong thing to say. So obviously, like, you copy what your mum says. So yeah. I would just 
Gil, I would just take, I just thought that's what the shop was called. I um, always the thought it was interesting, like one of the girls I used to work with, um, not in my current work, who is, well, I mean, obviously none of us are 100% white because that's not a thing, but yeah. she, like both of her parents are white, all four of her grandparents are white, but she's got like really sallow skin and like brown eyes and jet black hair. Very, very, <laughs> she's very beautiful. That's unrelated, but she is. And she told me before that similarly to what you're saying, Yaz, that the worst thing in school was how many people that didn't know her would also shout at her, like, fuck off back home, you packy. And she's like, my entire family, like, <laughs> similar to what you're saying, it's like, one, I'm from here, two, yep. my entire family are from here, three, as far as I'm aware, all of my ancestry is, like, British. From here? <laughs> like, I know, it's, it's so stupid. It's, oh, my God. It's just ignorance, really. It's like, I mean, okay, this isn't really... A good comparison but I'm going to say it anyway so it's like when I used to get called a grunger and I would get pissed off at that because I'm like I'm not a grunger I'm a goth fuck you <laughs> know the difference get my label right <laughs> yeah they're gonna label me because, because they don't know <laughs> yeah because they just see something with like alternative clothes and that's the only word that they can think of for it yeah. This is also very tenuously related, but just because I know that the listeners like to hear updates of insane things that my dad says. Yeah. Um, at my dad, I'm helping them like clear out and redecorate the spare room, and I was saying, "Oh, I'll go and get paint for it at the weekend." And Ronnie said to me, "Well, just don't pick stupid paints like that time when you were a goth in school and you painted your radiator black." And I was like, "I'm <laughs> <laughs> painting my radiator black." Then we had an argument about it, and I was like, you're... Yeah, I don't remember your radiator was ever black, Mark, and I've been in your room. May have put black makeup on my eyes, did dye my hair black ones, never painted my radiator black. Like, <laughs> random. You painted black. <laughs> Lots of parents get hair and radiators muddled up, it's fairly common. <laughs> <laughs> oh, radiators painted teal. Oh, lovely. Lovely. I have like, a very Egyptian art deco room that I'm in, my wee office. I'm going to look from um, radiator paint to which, to be fair, I introduced uh, to other. I feel like we're now in kind of like violent and disturbing territory and we can look back around to like weird sex stuff in cartoons. But one of, one of the ones you guys will know about this, I'm sure all of our listeners will know about this as well, but just that I always think of when you're talking about disturbing things in cartoons. The mm-hmm. Thomas the Tank Engine episode come out, Henry. Is that where they brick him up no. in the wall? Yeah. yeah that's fucked up. <laughs> so there's an episode of Thomas the Tank Engine where, so like Henry, the Can character in it, is afraid of rain so he like has a like phobia of rain and it's an episode about like how he has this phobia and he's terrified of rain and he's and they're trying to convince him to it's raining it's a rainy day and they're trying to convince him to come out the rail tunnel and he's like i'm not going to come out the rail, rail tunnel i hate the rain i hate the rain and he's like basically having a panic attack and like uh, that's not just me like empathizing with him like it's animated that he's basically like he looks like he's having a panic attack and they're like right come out come out and he won't come out and he says i can't come out in the rain i'll rust i'll rust up to nothing and they're like you won't rust up all the other trains are out in the rain and he's like no 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 so basically he's having a big panic attack and he's terrified of the rain so then the fat controller shows up and basically tries to harass him and to come out into the rain and he says no and then the fat controller like goes and speaks to the passers-by and is like look you're not going to be able to get on the train if we don't convince him it's not raining so they all come and they're standing with their umbrellas and they're like henry come out it's not raining and henry's like freaking out it is like it is raining it is raining like you're all holding up your umbrellas and then the fat controller basically goes tits and is like you're a train your job is to drive people from place to place if you don't come out in the rain there needs to be a suitable punishment and he says i'm not coming out and then the fat controller's like fine never come out then 
and starts remove like gets his workers to remove the railway line from in front of Henry, and then Henry asks what they're doing, and then they brick him up in a wall. Yeah. That's horrible. And you see poor Henry's face as he slowly brick him in forever. What? This and they, at the end of the episode, they do so like yeah, basically he's terrified he's getting bricked in forever. Yeah, at the end of the episode, they remove the brick and they're and the fat controller's like now will you come out in the rain henry and henry says yes and then it's all like do ba do do ba do do like that that's not a good lesson for children like if somebody doesn't do literally whatever the fuck you tell them to do break them up in a wall so disturbing that's horrible i'm not okay with that (laughs) it's the cheesy music at the end that makes me laugh so much (laughs) i think they should have just ended it with henry getting bricked up and then he's over it either way though i feel like it's equally disturbing like i think in the animators heads they were like but then we'll let him out at the end and he won't be afraid of the rain anymore because we don't want it to have a scary ending it's like that is still a scary end that's still a scary ending i'd be scared of that fat fuck the the controller Yeah, like what, what else has he done to other trains? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What else is he doing to those poor trains? It's not <laughs> like, I mean, you know when kids get annoying in there, but like, I don't want to go out, I don't want to put my jacket on, I don't want to do this. Is it meant yeah. to like, for the, if you don't do what your mum tells you, you're going to get like locked in a room? Yeah, then okay, your master's basically. I'll come and board you up in a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obey, obey your superiors. That's the lesson there. Basically. Like, one of the ones that, again, yeah. we don't really need to discuss at length because it's not that interesting was, like, the series Dinosaurs um, that was oh, on when we were younger. That. Yeah, I love that, too. That. The not the mama, not the mama. Oh, but, like, the very bad. last episode, they all die because oh, yeah. it's the extinction episode. And quite, a, like, loads of people, when I was looking online for things that, like, people thought were fucked up, that was one of the most common things people were saying. But I thought, actually, that's not that fucked up because at least it's educational. Like, the end of the children's series, the dinosaurs became extinct. So, yeah, like, not the most, like, jolly way to end it, but I'm, like, not as bad as breaking somebody into a wall. <laughs> More people yep. should beat Thomas the Tank Engine. I agree. God. No, I'm not saying that. the Flintstones was supposed to be not in the prehistoric age, but in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Huh? <laughs> what, indeed? That's what I heard. Fine. And they abused all the animals in that show. Yeah, they did. Yeah, because they were they all had menial jobs like the fucking garbage disposal yeah, thing, shoving <laughs> shit down its throat all the time. It's like eh, it's a living and all that, and it's like no, go out and live your life. You're a fucking animal. Why are you being exploited <laughs> by these fucks? <laughs> yeah, they've got a dinosaur pet, but some dinosaurs are used for manual labor. Yeah, or just yeah. like as weird yeah. like household appliances, which just seems cruel. Yeah. One yeah. of the other ones as well that I looked at, did you guys watch Boy Meets World when you were younger? Yeah, I used to love that show. So I really liked it as well, and I don't remember this. It's not a cartoon. I checked in it. No, but it was on at the same time as cartoons. Mm, you're getting kicked out. No. <laughs> but to be fair, it was when I was looking for fucked up cartoons, but okay. it was the one that came up that wasn't a fucked up cartoon. But then I read it and was like, I don't remember this, and then looked into it. Do you guys, so it was season six, so I feel like we would still have been young enough to be watching it then. Uh-huh. They had an episode where Cody murders all of his friends and family and, what was his girlfriend's name, was it? Topanga. Topanga. Do you guys remember that episode? No. Like, it's real. I don't remember it either, but so there's an episode where he murders all of his family, all of his friends, and then Topanga. Uh, he murders them in several different ways, so one of his friends, he throws them down an open lift shaft. I think he strangles Topanga to death. What? And then I think his mum beats... The, no, it's his big brother 
he beat what? the guy with a baseball bat, and then at the end, it turns out that it was like one of those. It was all a dream episodes that they do in American like kids shows. Yeah, but like, why? What? he's dreaming about that makes me think is he a fucking psycho is that what he wants to do subconsciously it was something to do or with was it, just change the coming up in the show and they were trying to show kids that i read like why the fuck did they make this and they were uh-huh. trying to show kids that, like it's natural to be stressed when big changes happen and if you're stressed about big changes happening that can cause you to have like stress nightmares but i'm like but why did you illustrate that by having him beat his brother to death with a baseball bat <laughs> When you think about cartoon violence, like you've got your classics like Tom and Jerry, and I enjoy early Tom and Jerry um, cartoons because of the stupid violence. Or there's the what's the Roadrunner, where the wily the coyote always gets like fucked up. Yeah. Um, Everything always goes wrong for him, the poor guy. But he's a trier. He keeps going, keeps going, and he goes back to the same stupid company, Acme. Where all the, the devices he ever buys from them end up nearly killing him. So why does he content? Is that like the only shop in his his world that you can get stuff from? Then <laughs> Tom and Jerry, it's just like constant violence. But then with the Tom and Jerry's um, cartoons, there was like the character of Mama Two Shoes, who, who is like you only ever saw her from like the ankles down, and she was clearly like a racist stereotype of yeah. a sort of mammy. She's like Thomas. She's always brushing them out. Yeah, because the episodes with her in them are all banned now as well. Yeah, they? they're banned. Again, understandably, I don't know why I said that. Like, but she was banned in the 50s, funnily enough, because the, I can't remember the, the acronym, but it was like a, a black society said, look, this isn't right. You you need to stop this character being on here. And he complained. Yeah. So, yeah, they replaced her with like a, a white woman, I think, or there wasn't that character at all. It was just I was going to say, Jerry. I feel like they should have replaced her with the black woman that acted like an actual human person. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This is like kind of a reason black people altogether, but it's like they can't have black people in the cartoons unless they're a stereotype, Basically. which is which kind of takes me to the the, uh, the Looney Tunes censored 11. Yeah, here it is. Okay, so the censored 11, there's 11 short cartoons that were basically, yeah, the, and, and this was in the 60s, they were told... No, we're not broadcasting these, although some of them have filtered through. You can watch them online. They're just not being broadcast commercially on television. And some of the cartoons ended up on some of the DVDs, which were like public domain, but I think they're quite rare. Um, the first one was called... I, mean, I don't think... I think it was more of a rip-off of Steamboat Willie, if anything. It was totally plagiarising um, Disney. It was... <laughs> It was called um Hall- it's called Hitting the Trail for Hallelujah Land and it was made it was the second Merry Melody short from like the, the people from the Looney Tunes in 1931. It basically instead of like Mickey Mouse, they've got a character that looks exactly the same as Mickey Mouse except he's a pig called Piggy and he's got a girlfriend who looks like Minnie Mouse who's just also a pig. But Minnie Mouse is getting driven, not Minnie Mouse, <laughs> the Piggy character. Minnie <laughs> Minnie Pig or Piggy Minnie or whatever the fuck. She <laughs> looks exactly like Minnie Mouse, except she's a pig. And she's getting driven in a car by a guy called Uncle Tom, who's like, he's an animal, but he's obviously a stereotypical kind of southern black kind of Uncle Tom character, beard. And the fact that he's like, he's the one that's driving her at the back, you know, to the, the boat. It's like he's her slave or whatever. And then it shows you him as a sort of typical superstitious black man that... He ends up like there's a Disney cartoon, the Dan- 
and skeletons and they basically ripped that off and then Uncle Tom's like wandering around being scared and stuff. I don't know. I didn't know that that was a, a stereotype of black people, the suspicious, the superstitious black man. Does anyone know? Anyone heard of that? No, I didn't know that was a... No. I feel like there's a lot of superstitions that are like kind of racist things that because we're not aware of them, we don't realise that they're racist. Yeah, we... because when I watched the cartoon, I didn't think it was that... I don't think it was that actual offensive at all. And then the, I think the most offensive thing about that cartoon was the bit where um, he's getting rescued by the fake Mickey Mouse, like Uncle Tom's. I, I, okay, the name Uncle Tom's quite offensive. But he's in the, the river because he's ran away from the skeletons and he's drowning and he's like, I'll save you, Uncle Tom. And then his girlfriend, the piggy Minnie Mouse, is left on the boat. And then there's this kind of skeezy guy like really tall guy with a twirly moustache that basically picks her up and tries to sexually assault her. That was pretty much the, the most offensive part of that cartoon, I thought. But then we go on to the next one, which is called Sunday Go to Meeting Time in Clean Pastures. I really do think you should, in fact, I'll, I'll send the link to you on WhatsApp, right, so you can watch this incredibly What's the racist moment? cartoon. That's quite a long episode name. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's two cartoons mashed together. Okay. And it... It's called 1936's Sunday Go to Meeting Time and 1937's Clean Pastures. It's it's like religious themes, so it's about like naughty black people that don't go to church and then they go down to hell. A bit like Nas X's new new awesome um, uh, video. Call me by your name, except it's incredibly stereo. Like it's like black. You know how you see the blackface kind of look. With the big white lips yeah. and the big red white. They look like black blobs with big kind of white lip and massive feet. It's just incredible. I can't even believe that this was. But then was that just accepted back, I suppose, in the 30s? That's... Would that have been considered really offensive or just like. I think it would more so I mean, sure Because you've got like that... Al Jolson, haven't you? And he did blackface and, and all that stuff. But Like it is really offensive, horrendous. but oh, I mean, I'm not going to say that like people care about black people now but i think it is really offensive but obviously because the media wasn't in the majority controlled by white people it just was controlled by white people so if people controlling it were racist then they wouldn't care like you didn't have to take into account whether or not you were offending a marginalized group because nobody Mm. cares about marginalized groups yeah i mean i wonder what black people's reaction to this cartoon would be because i would be horrified at looking at that honestly you need to watch it i I just couldn't believe what the fuck i was seeing and then there's um there was a cartoon with it was a bugs bug bugs bunny one you know how during the war a uh, world war Two, you know japanese were the american's enemy as well and it was called bugs bunny versus the nips well, that's and it's like horrendous. stereotypes of yeah he goes to fight the japanese and they're called nippy nips or something and it's like fuck sake man that's awful <laughs> i haven't seen any clips of that but there's one called coal black and deceptive dwarf and that was in 1943 this is one of the censored 11 but the argument with this one was that although it sounds incredibly racist to us now back then it was actually quite progressive because it was an all black cast that were doing the voices and the guy who said it he said it was more of a parody of his friends so it was all black voice actors and black musicians and stuff but again maybe now it's it was like obviously a parody of snow white and seven dwarves and they said it's quite cool black but then that's <laughs> interesting because do you think that's if they were banned in the 60s that's almost like white people in the 60s who are trying to be a bit more respectful but are actually still not getting it because they're yeah being like this is offensive we're banning this too but actually mm-hmm. it was made by black people for black people so it's like it's yeah. not offensive it just has black people in it 
Because... <laughs> like, like, black characters are automatically offensive. Yeah, it's the same with another one that was called the Tin Pan Alley Cats, which is also banned. And it's basically a version of Hell that's more agreeably insane and effective than Sunday going meeting time. It's a bit of smart alley cat resembling the entertainer Fats Waller. He chooses a nightclub over a prayer group. He's tormented by visions of damnation. When he comes to, he repents his sinful ways. The animation of the feline protagonist, albeit stereotypical, is particularly expressive and sincere, allowing the audience to sympathise with his plight. Again, the person who made that said that, well, my friend Fats Waller was like that. He did play up to the cameras and stuff, and I really think it's, they're like taking the piss out of him as a black guy. That's what he was like. So, again, it, and, and it's like about jazz music and stuff. So I think those two ones, I understand why they're censored, but again, I don't think they should be because back then they said, well, there's not any cartoons specifically for black people or made by black people representing us. And I think it's a whole different, it's not like they've got the whole black face look about them. Um, Like just by black people or by white people? Yeah, black 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 actors and well obviously the the, the Lorner brothers were were white but so it's still... they, but black the black actors I think the musicians said to Warner Brothers we'd like a cartoon that represents right. black people and Warner Brothers were like yeah you're right we don't actually have proper cartoons right. representing the black people or black cast because before it would be white people doing stereotypical yeah. doodah kind so of had... these were real. So Black musician, really. Like they weren't trying to be the racist; they were actually trying to be the opposite, and they were they yeah. had a good intention behind doing it, really. Yeah, and and he said that when it was in the cinemas, and black people were watching it, they fucking loved it. They, they had a great like, time watching it. Going back again to the Lufu thing that we were saying earlier, like again, it's like any marginalised group, people just are going to automatically assume that it's in some way offensive or over the top when it, it doesn't necessarily have to be or isn't necessarily. The case, if you like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously the other cartoons you were describing in like Song of the South and Dumbo and that are definitely racist oh, and yeah. therefore should be banned unless it's for study. But to then assume that all early cartoons that have black characters in them, even if they're made by black people or ba- made by black people based on black people and are performed yeah. in by black people, and you can't then just assume you can't tar everything with the same brush and say like, right, well everything in the category like, of Betty like. Boot. Have you seen early Betty Boot cartoons? I fucking love Betty Boot. Like the early ones before they ruined her with censorship. I've not really. Actually. I don't. I, I like Betty Boot, but I don't know if I've seen yeah. the earliest stuff. Right. So the really early stuff. Well, Betty Boot started out as the girlfriend of a dog character, and she was a dog. She just had long. Her long ears became her hoop earrings. So eventually, they just turned her into like a sexy lady, based like a twenties flapper, based on the singer Helen Kane. They gave her that kind of voice. It was um May Kestrel that did her voice. She also did the voice of Olive Oil and Popeye. Brilliant woman. And she, so the Fleischer brothers, they would include a lot of black music in the Betty Boop cartoons, particularly Calloway, right? So they featured Cab Calloway's songs and he wasn't necessarily, I think, I think he might have been like, and I don't know if they physically showed him in the cartoon and then cut away to the actual like animation, but there was a character called Coco the Clown and they did Minnie the Moocher and it was his whole song. And it, it wasn't like they used a black character to play, to, to set, represent Cab Calloway. It was just a clown. 
like dancing about and then Betty would like get involved and it would be a whole like storyline and stuff and I think that's really a great way of exposing sort of early black music and in a respectful way like to expose it and not in a racist way and I think with Betty Boop it was more focused on her sexiness rather than any racial stereotypes she did get lusted after like with her friends and stuff and people would try and like look up her skirt or you would get glimpses of her pants when her skirt, her hemline was really short. Like you'd see her little garter. And there was one um, episode of Betty Boop, um, one cartoons of Betty Boop, where she was like, I think, again, I think it was a Cab Calloway song, where she was being a hula dancer and she literally has no top on. She's just got like a lower covering her boobs, like her little tiny <laughs> She's pretty much naked doing her like a sort of hoochie, like doing a little hula dance, like sort of sexually moving her hips about. And I'm like, that's amazing. But then, and she was also quite independent as well as um, a sexy character. She would be a, like a race car driver. She would do all sorts of go on all sorts of like adventures that women don't normally do back then. And then the when the Hays codes, yeah, when the Hays codes came in, they basically lowered her hemline so you couldn't see her garter anymore. They made her head smaller. They got rid of her male friends and replaced her with like sort of cute characters. Um, she also like when she was a sexy Betty Boop, she sort of lived in a little. She wasn't exactly rich. It was a depression era. She she lived in like a like a, she wasn't exactly like wealthy or anything. She always kind of lived in sort of poorer areas and that. Um, and then when the Hayes Codes came in, she lived in a sort of opulent. She became a sort of matron. She like in the kitchen in her little cottage with her wee dog, and she lived with an old man called Grampy. And it it wasn't focused on her anymore. So you couldn't see her garter. She wasn't really any all that fun. She didn't have like fun jobs like a racing car driver or anything like that. She just ended up just being a homemaker or a, like in like making cakes and shit. Their place basically. Yeah, oh, and she nice. just lost all of her fun. So sometimes sexiness in cartoons, if I, I don't know, I don't know whether they were really made for kids back then. Maybe for more titillation for adults. But again, they sort of turned her into a sort of boring character that nobody really cared about. Aww. What do you think? Do you like Betty Boop or do you find her? I, it's like you say, I think Betty Boop we know is just this like kind of cute, sexy little like yeah. But she was sexy, but she wasn't an, she was an object, like she was an object of people's affection, like lust and stuff. But she also was independent and she had like really cool jobs. And stuff she did cool stuff I think I like that about her she wasn't just an object of lust I don't I, I'll say, I don't think I know very much about her I feel like she's been made into like toys and like yeah I, I don't I don't think I ever actually watched any cartoons with her but everyone huh. knows who she is though that's the thing but I don't think many people actually know about her or about her background into like with you saying with the Hayes code as well like the um Bechtel test and mm take i know we're not talking about films we're talking about cartoons but if you take films that took place prior to the Hayes code coming into place they tend to pass the bechtel cat and um, Be- sorry the bechtel test there's too many codes cats tests. they tend to i've now completely jumbled up all of the words let me start again when you look at things that were films and things like that that were pre Hayes code yeah they tend to pass the bechtel test Yay! Thank you. <laughs> which uh, means that they have more than one female character in them and that they have they show some sort of like autonomy like they're basically thinking yeah. feeling humans and that they communicate with each other about things 
not necessarily other than sex, like they're allowed to have sex drives, but yeah, other than yeah, the specific conversation them. being like, I want to marry or have sex with lead character man. And then from when the Hayes Code changes until pretty much the past like five years, basically any well-known film, any film that's not like a, a really low-grossing independent film tends to fail the Bechdel test. And it's because if they do have a female character, they're kind of relegated to being a background character and they don't seem to have autonomy and they don't seem to think and they are just there, as you say, like she was for, is it Pappy, the old man's called? Yeah, like Pappy. Almost like an object, almost like window dressing in the character's yeah, house. that's all she Which is. is really interesting because you think, well, you she's would think no that... She's no longer the star. It's the older male that's the star of the show with stupid inventions and she's yeah. no longer, like, the main interest. And you talk about, focus. like, not you talk about, but people talk about, like, sexism being archaic, but really... If you're going back, you're like, no, actually, we kind of hit a point where, okay, yeah, women were still, I'm not saying women weren't second class citizens and women were still a marginalised group, but they were a marginalised group with positive representation. And actually, that's been taken away. And the Bechtel cast, (laughs) which was the other thing I'm added in there, which is another (laughs) podcast I listened to um yeah our viewers listeners whatever you are should check it out it's really interesting but yeah. they kind of do that but they also look at other marginalized groups so like the representation of people of color and the representation of queer people and again there's that kind of idea that pre-haze code people of color in films had actual roles and people who mm-hmm. were they weren't uh, just made you identify and had yeah actual right. roles and then you kind of hit the haze code coming in and it's like oh we shouldn't be offensive to people of colour, but also they should be background characters. And like, oh, they are allowed to do X, Y, and Z now, but they should be background characters. And um, like queer people shouldn't be, you know, flogged and killed in the streets, but we can have them in the, like a movie, but only if there's just one of them and they're a kind of comedy relief character and a background comedy relief character at that. So it was like a really negative change. I'm a big fan of Barbara Stanwyck and she was in a, P, um, quite a few P Hayes Code movies and one of them is called Nurse and there's various scenes of her with her friends just like undressing and getting into bed together and stuff like that which has lesbian subtext which I fucking love and then there's another one called Babyface I think and she basically she's like I'm not putting up with fucking men anymore I'm gonna just punish them or whatever I'm not putting up with their shit and then she kind of sleeps her way to the top and <laughs> of this company and then just destroys all these guys and I'm like yes <laughs> they would never do that post his quotes no which is also weird because i imagine they'd have like a similar not again maybe in the past five years now that things have started to well in some ways have positive shifts and in other ways maybe you know the world isn't necessarily a positive place but i think prior to that yeah. probably would have films like that with men in them but if you had films like that with women in it it would be considered wrong for some weird reason hmm. what about pepe Le Pew? did you ever watch pepe Le Pew cartoons Yes. Yeah, and I realised that he's also stalkery now that we're talking about him, but I always thought Pepe... He was a fucking creepy. rapist. Yeah. No, I watched him, but I didn't enjoy it because he was creepy as fuck. Like, yeah, he was, just, he was always really him. creepy. It was just kind of creepy, like, without being full-on rapey. He was a, he was a bit... No, there, was one, there was one bit where he was, like, in the, the pure cat's house, and he locks the door so she can't get away from him, and she's clearly distressed. She's it's like, fuck, leave me alone. I mean, yeah. he's a sexual predator. I know. But that's what they teach guys. You know when you're out and you get these creepy guys that just keep harassing you and they don't think that it's not okay? Yep. It's because of these kind of cartoons. Yeah. It's absolutely, just to get what you want, you just have to keep, but then, keep going at it, keep at it, keep at it until you get her, until you wear her down. So it's, this takes me to, like, Space Jam. 
did you see the film Space Jam? Yeah. I, I, yes. I, I, I I'm enjoyed that you said this takes that. me to Space Jam. I loved yeah. Space Jam when I was wee. Right. Okay. So we've got what's the name of the female bunny? Lola. Lola Bunny, right? So she's made. She's portrayed as quite sexualized character in the 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 first like the, the original Space Jam film mm. in the nineties. She's got like a crop top. She's quite curvaceous and stuff. And then the, there's going to be a remake of Space Jam with LeBron James instead of, I was going to say R. Kelly, but it's not R. Kelly. It's fucking, what's his name? Jordan. R. Kelly would be a bold choice for a children's <laughs> cartoon. Well, he did do the song. Are you getting your black men confused, Bradley? No. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what this like. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Right. So <laughs> it's, 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 all the like so they've changed the look of Lola Bunny to a less sexualized bunny whereas I mean it's ridiculous and all these little sort of nerdy creepy creepy guys are all outraged because they've made Lola Bunny less sexy like they've given her instead of a crop top she's more sporty she's got like a lot a proper basketball vest so you don't see her midriff and she's just a bit she's not she's not curvy she's got a back chest she's not got big tits can she not be hot and awesome at basketball? Yes, yeah, you know what like I think they should change, which goes back again to what, I just keep going back to what Yaz said about LeFou, but what they should change is that, see at the end when her and Bugs Bunny get together, like, don't have really? that. Like, that's, yeah, yeah at the end of Space Jam they do. And again, he, like, yeah. wears her down and then they get together. Like, that's what's weird. Like, I don't think, you know, the whole, like, this isn't with body image, but let me look back around to Lola. You know, the whole, like, give Elsa a girlfriend campaign for the Frozen film? Right, yeah, you mentioned that, uh uh-huh. Yeah, so Uh I don't think there's anything in the slightest wrong with the idea of a cartoon character having a girlfriend. However, I feel like going back to what Yaz said, like, it's for children, so none of the characters should be identifiable as straight or gay. Like, the fact that any of them are implied to be shagging is weird. Like, Spiney wants to be friends, but it's like, well, <laughs> you're pitching these films and cartoons at, I mean, basically, like, under 10s. So yeah. it should have no implication of sexual content or even really dating. I'm aware it sounds like I'm a 97-year-old, like, clutching <laughs> <laughs> my Bible and my Pharaoh's lunatic. But I'm like, yeah. why? Like, children shouldn't be encouraged to date yeah. when they're that young because yeah. it's not a real thing because they haven't hit puberty yet. And I think presenting mm-hmm. things like that to them is it's w- just like weird and, and mind yeah, the fact like, that she's I, a hot bunny means that she has to have a boyfriend by the end of the movie, yeah. you know? Like, well, like, I don't think has... there's anything wrong in cartoons with, like, if Bugs Bunny was like, I think Lola's really pretty, cool. Yeah. But I also think at the same time, like, if, I can't think of another female, Dot, if Dot from um, the Animaniacs was like, I think Lola Bunny's really pretty, also cool, right? Thank you, everybody. <laughs> like, who's Mark? Bugs Bunny also... Oh, sorry. No, I, say, I don't have an issue with them being gay or straight. Like, I couldn't care less. But it's just the, why does that need to be in a kid's film? Like, it, it's what you're saying. They don't need to know anything about dating or sex mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. Like, it's fine for a character of any gender to say, in a children's programme, like, obviously, and stuff for adults, do whatever you want. But I feel like in a character, in a children's character, like, it's fine for a character of any gender to be like, oh, I have a crush on that other character and that to be the end of it because yeah, is like, it's sometimes you have a crush when you're about 10, but... There's literally no reason for them to start dating or kiss or sexually yeah. with each other. Mark, what do you talking. think about Bugs Bunny? He has a tendency to cross-dress as well. Uh, yeah, queer icon Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, 
he used to dress he used to dress up as a sex remember that scene in Wayne's World when <laughs> Wayne says to Gar yes. remember that time when Bugs Bunny dressed up as a girl bunny <laughs> I don't did you know. ever think he was attractive and then they were like no I think it's kind of the same thing. Like, I don't see there being an issue with there being like a trans or queer character in a children's TV show because that's not sexual. It's just. But also, why does dressing up have to mean that you're queer as well? Like, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Up. Like, he's dressing up as a sexy true. bunny to seduce Elmer Fudd or something. That's what. See, that's what's weird that's, about. That's, like, that's go weird. to <laughs> Mary Nandiazi's point. If in the old cartoons, Bugs Bunny dressed up as a woman because he liked dressing up. Fine. Gordon Bugs Bunny dressed up as a woman because he identified as a woman. Fine. I thought to try and have sex with Elmer Fudd. Not fine because it's a children's cartoon and that's weird and you don't need to have shagging in a children's cartoon. Exactly. And so, an anime. I'm passionate about this until I started having a rant about it. I feel like a proper old granny that you shouldn't be having this in cartoons these days and like it, it makes me feel old when I'm on about stuff like this oh, it's just no need for it like there's not just let kids be innocent because they're just well, Pepe has been banned from the new Space Jam film but Speedy <laughs> Gonzalez is still in slightly less good literal Mexican stereotype well I'd rather they left that in and got rid of the the rapey guy. So. Yeah. Get rid of <laughs> I agree with what you said at the start of my rant, Yaz, that I don't think there's anything wrong with Lola continuing to look the way she did in the first cartoon because yeah. it's she fine for, because it kind of sends the message that like women are all different shapes and sizes. In fact, I think put Dot in it, she is a short, flat-chested cartoon woman and then have Lola the way she looks and I I'm but yeah, you don't need to sexualise her. The animaniacs, they're children. The three of them are children. Yeah. Filled with sex. It's absolutely disgraceful. Yeah. Like, it's so disgraceful. And there's like the sexy nurse in it that her whole purpose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, nurse. Hello. <laughs> it's like the sex content, though, because again, when I'm saying don't sexualize them, like, I agree again with what you said, Jazz, that Lola Bunny can look what people would maybe class as like a stereotypically sexy female body on a rabbit. But it doesn't mean that she has to be sexualized. Like, that in itself is kind of an issue. Like, you don't see I, the um the Cabri sexy bunny anymore, do you? She was quite hot. I, her. <laughs> what? Did you fancy her, Yaz? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. She was sexy. <laughs> she was also she really quite many more boils, which is hilarious. She yeah. was just, honestly, every time I have a Cadbury's caramel, I think of her till now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thought. <laughs> Oh. It's all coming out now, yes. Sexy, secret. <laughs> I get. I don't know what's necessarily for children, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I get that it was on during the day, but yeah, I think that was kind of like a. But she represents fertility and Easter and yeah. sexy boy. And sex. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah I think it was kind of a play on that, and then a kind of play on like the pinup, like oh, it's a seductive yeah. bar, so that was aimed at adults. Whereas, yeah, when we're talking about stuff aimed at children, it's different. But at the same, sorry, I keep going back to Lola Bunny. <laughs> but you did that. What yeah, have I, I done? <laughs> I think, like, in a way, you saying that they're changing it, that's almost like, again, that's weirder in itself because they're basically saying you can't possibly look at a character that has boobs, that has large breasts, right? Not, not I get she has large breasts rather than like boobs of any particular description. But yeah, they're basically saying like, obviously, if you look at that, it's automatically sexy. 
which in a way is also an issue because they're basically saying, right, so if a woman has large boobs, she's automatically just a sex object by walking down the street. Like, what, should you edit your boobs away? Like... She could put anything as well. She could actually be good at anything because that's all she's good for. Yeah, like, we have to make her flat-chested so she can be a sportswoman, not all sportswomen are flat-chested. don't have tits. (laughs) Rabbits also don't walk... In it's the like style of a human with long limbs, like Bugs Bunny yeah. is not shaped like a rabbit. Yeah, they shortened her legs as well. That's what they're annoyed about because they have really long, sexy legs. Eva now, she's just long a wee at basketball. Bunny. Yeah, but Bugs Bunny is be be Bugs Bunny, male identifying, female identifying, or queer. We haven't oh. that down yet, but Bugs Bunny is human shaped. So why shouldn't Lola be human shaped? And the shape she was before, okay, I get. Yeah, it was a weird choice. Like you didn't need to make her so. <laughs> curvaceous but they've picked it now and it's like well that is a shape that some people are so don't mm. i feel like changing it as as making it weird because they're like yeah. oh we need to change this so that people don't have like masturbation fodder and a children's basketball carton like <laughs> if you're wanking over a children's basketball carton <laughs> you need to have a word for yourself slash get shot i mean it's we're really all guilty of it yeah, yeah. thinks about the, the cadbury's bunny i think about the fox from robin hood <laughs> yeah but I feel like you guys think about them in a very creepy way. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the specific type of guys we're talking about, like the problems them, the problems not the shape of all the body. Yeah. Yeah. They're annoyed because you can't wank over a cartoon rabbit anymore. Just wank over the original one then. (laughs) (laughs) Problem solved. Cartoons are teaching guys it's okay to be like that. So it's, the problem's not the women, it is the men, like you say. Like, let's just teach men yeah. that they can just pair over women, like, like quite blatantly, obviously, indirectly, and it's absolutely fine. Instead of Ed and Hart, they should have it when they come back that she still has her same body and that her and Bugs have broken up and Bugs starts his creepy, weird stalker obsession thing that he did in the last one again. But this time, 10 minutes in, the police show up, lift them, and are like, yeah. and, and then he's Lepew? not in the rest of the cartoon. That's what should happen. No, then Teddy yeah. LePew could be in it, because then he's in the jail with Bugs Bunny. Yes. His predators. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, every fucks yeah. are going down. And then yeah. we'll just cut back to the basketball <laughs> game. Like that. Not yet, I'm semi-joking, but also I feel like that's a better message to send to kids than yeah, if, you, if when you grow up to be an adult, you happen to have wide tips and big tits, maybe cover yourself up if you're playing basketball so people don't get aroused. Yes, lag. Like, it's not a good message, is it? But that's the thing. It's the woman that's the problem, not the guy. So instead of the guy, you know, not being a perv, it's like the woman has to, like, remove her boobs. Like, yeah. that's stupid. It would make more sense well, to remove a cartoon... body from the cartoon than to remove Lola's boobs from the cartoon. <laughs> like, weird. There's a cartoon called Fritz the Cat, which was notorious for its animal nudity and sexy scenes and stuff. But it was made for kids. It was made for adults. Have you heard of R. Crumb, the cartoonist? No. Or is that Harry Crumb? Yeah, well, he's the one that made it. And he wanted it to be like a total anti, you know, Disney kind of animation. It was kind of the one in the first... Uh, it basically if it wasn't a fritz the cat there wouldn't you wouldn't have like your sort of more adult cartoons like um shows like family guy or south park and stuff like that fritz the cat kind of paved the way for all that kind of stuff but it is mad like i want to read out the plot and see what you think okay so 
In 19, set in the 1960s uh, at Washington Square Park in Manhattan, hippies have gathered with guitars to sing protest songs. The titular anti-hero of the story named Fritz, who is a cat, and his buddies show up in an attempt to meet girls when a trio of attractive women walk by. Now, the women are animals as well. Like, there's no humans in this. Fritz and his friends exhaust themselves trying to get their attention but find that the girls are more interested in the crow standing a few feet away the girls attempt to flirt with the crow, making unintentionally condescending remarks about black people, while Fritz looks on in annoyance. Suddenly, the crow rebu- rebukes the girls with a snide remark, indicates that he's gay, and walks away. <laughs> Fritz laughs at this and then invites the girls to seek the truth, bringing him up to his friend's apartment, where a wild party is taking place. Since the other rooms are crowded, Fritz drags the girls into the bathroom, and the four of them have an orgy in the bathtub. Meanwhile, two bumble yeah, I've seen I've, I watched that before I set up started this pod like podcast. I was watching that scene and it's really fucking weird. Like no, there's like rabbits and so aardvarks and they've as... actually got tits and, and they're like nude. What? Like it's not this isn't aimed at kids though, is it? Like this is aimed no, at No, no, yeah, it's an actual adult animation film, right? And it's it probably so represents so far really it's been like don't be a racist, don't make assumptions about people's sexuality. And as long as you're having consensual sex, it's fine. And it's yeah, they're all getting adults, so yeah, that's all grand. Yeah, they're <laughs> all having so orgy in the bathtub. Like they're not there against their will or anything. <laughs> they're having a great time. And then it says, meanwhile, two bumbling police officers, portrayed as pigs, one of them Jewish, arrive to raid the party. As they walk up the stairs, this is a scene that I saw. One of the partygoers finds Fritz and the girls in the bathtub. Several others jump in, pushing Fritz to the side, where he takes solace in marijuana. The two officers break into the apartment, but find that it is empty because everyone has moved into the bathroom. Fritz takes refuge in the toilet, where the Jewish pig enters the bathroom and begins to beat up the partygoers. As the pig becomes exhausted, a very stoned Fritz jumps out, grabs the pig's gun and shoots the toilet causing the water main to break and flooding everybody out of the apartment. The pigs chase Fritz down the street into a synagogue. Fritz manages to escape when the congregation gets up to celebrate the United States' decision to send more weapons into Israel. Now, there was a scene in that where I watched where one of the pigs... What? <laughs> I just want to point out that after we say that sounds fine so far, it then took quite a turn. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it works. It gets worse. So, because one of the what they missed out in that was one of the pigs came into the room and where they were having an orgy, and he picks up one of the naked naked female animals, and she's like pure rubbing this rubbing her tits in his face and stuff, like wiggling him about and that, and he's like, oh no, and tries to cover them up. But then when he covers them up with his hand, he starts to like his face sort of disappears behind his hand, so he's like waterboating her or something. Like he just at first he's trying to stop her from like. throwing her tits about and then he's just like sort of well fuck it I'm gonna get into this but she's like stoned and obviously having a great time but it's probably not right next it says Fritz Fritz makes it back to his dormitory where his roommates are too busy studying to pay attention to him he decides to ditch his bore of a life and sets all of his notes and books on fire the fire spreads throughout the dorm finally setting in, in the entire building ablaze so he sets all his pals on fire in a bar in Harlem Fritz meets Duke the Crow at a pool table. After narrowly avoiding getting into a fight with the bartender, Duke invites Fritz to bug out and they steal a car, which Fritz drives off a bridge, leading Duke to save his life by grabbing onto a railing. What do you think about that so far? (laughs) I feel 
<laughs> Again. <laughs> I feel like, like the, the introductory now. information was fine, and then I'm not a fan from that point on. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So then he said, "Yeah, you can watch all of this on YouTube. The whole film, if you're interested." The two arrive at the apartment of a drug dealer named Berfa, whose cannabis joints increase Fritz's libido. While fornicating with Berfa, he comes to a realization that he must tell the people about the revolution. He runs off into the city street and incites a riot, during which Duke is shot and killed by one of the pig officers. So he starts a race riot, basically. (laughs) Fritz hides in an alley where his older fox girlfriend, Winston Schwartz, finds him and drags him on a road trip to San Francisco. When their car runs out of gas, I know it's a weird name for his girl, but fair enough, I quite like it. When their car runs out of gas in the middle of the desert, he decides this is shit. He decides to abandon her. He later meets up with Blue, a methamphetamine-addicted Nazi rabbit biker. Lovely. (laughs) Along with Blue's horse girlfriend, Harriet, her name's Harriet. They take a ride to an underground hideout where the two other revolutionaries, the lizard leader and John, a hooded snake, tell Fritz of their plan to blow up a power station. When Harriet the horse tries to get Blue to leave with her to go to a Chinese restaurant, he hits her several times and ties her down with a chain. When Fritz attempts to break it up, the leader throws a candle in his face. Blue, John and the lizard leader then throw Harriet onto a bed to gang rape her. After oh. settling the dynamite oh, at the power plant, Fritz... But yeah, and they just leave it at that. I don't know what happens. Whether, oh my God, it's awful. I haven't seen the film, so um, I'll maybe see what happens. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah. I thought that Fritz would try and stop that, but no, it goes on to say, after setting the dynamite at the power plant, Fritz suddenly has a change of heart and unsuccessfully attempts to remove it before being caught in the explosion. At the Los Angeles hospital, Harriet, the horse, that was getting, like gang raped disguised as a nun and the girl from the new york park come to comfort him and what they believe to be his last moments fritz after reciting the speech he used to pick up the girls from new york suddenly becomes revitalized and has another orgy with the trio of girls while harriet watches in astonishment the end <laughs> <laughs> how's that for a fucked up perverted cartoon i, I, I think you've uh, filled the brief well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's 100% not for children, though, right? In any no, way. no, but obviously there was people who were outraged by it and said it was basically just porn, whereas <laughs> the people who made that film said, well, no, it's not just porn. It's it's actually a, a satire on, like, frat boy culture or something. I think just yeah. basically try to claim it's satire. On, like, kind of clean-cut Disney cartoons and that. It was based on a comic. Like, it was originally a comic book anyway. It was a comic book character that they turned into a movie. It just all seems a bit abusive towards women. The more mass you, yeah, it's the abusive sex that's a bit much. Well, that that's towards yeah. the end, like poor Harriet. Like yeah. she, the fact that she's like not involved in the orgy at the end as well. She's just sitting in the corner watching in astonishment, basically. Has well, <laughs> anyone yeah. seen uh, the the series Drawn Together? Yes. So that it used I thought to be on was Adult Swim. Yeah, on Adult Swim, and it was basically like um, taking the piss out of stereotypical cartoon characters, like the Disney princess and the, the, oh, the what was it, the guy who was like a computer game character, but he was really gay. Uh, he was Cam. supposed to be. Uh, he was like an elf. Legends of Zelda. Yeah, yeah, but he wore little tiny pants, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I found it quite, <laughs> I found 
Xandar, was that his name? Xandar, yeah. And then there was like a, a, a meme, like a pig. He was like a, a, a like internet meme. And there was a Betty Boop type cartoon, which he was like quite fat and black and white. Yeah, as you need to watch this. I thought it was really good. <clears throat> no, I've not even heard of it, actually. I think all each episode's like less than ten minutes long. It's quite entertaining. Yeah, Toots, it's really that, entertaining. Uh, Betty Boop one was called like Tootsie Toot or something. Tootsie Roll or something like that. That yeah. was it. Tootsie Roll and the all called her Toots. <laughs> I missed that show. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> like there's a Disney princess with the big eyes. She looks like Ariel, but she's really I don't know racist. Yeah, she's a racist princess. Me too. It's like really white privileged, yeah. Disney princess. Oh god. We do need one of them. We don't have a racist princess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why fucking racist. I don't know why. But we... oh, dear me. I feel like that's something that some like people would say genuinely online. Like now we've got a Asian princess and Representation. Asian princess and black princess and a Middle Eastern princess. Why don't we have a racist princess? I don't know. A racist, we don't racist princess. Yeah. <laughs> Who's sexually promiscuous. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing, you don't get sexually aggressive. Well, okay, you wouldn't really in Disney cartoons, I suppose. No, and it but, wouldn't go against Jazz and I's rule that we've established yeah, last so you can't have so. No, because if I once had, like, the women in the cartoons to not be, like, subordinate to the men and, you know, the princes and all them, you know, like, you see yeah, Pocahontas. I think, like, oh, that annoys me, the Pocahontas thing, or in that yep. parcel. Yeah. Although, face. again, I don't think you need them to be, like, sexually <laughs> aggressive because it's for children, but I agree that, no, like... No, you know, like, they're in charge. Like a, a princess. A prince? No, what about a prince? Merida, she's great. Yeah. She they try to set her up with guys. She's like, no, True. I'm not actually interested. I'm yeah, just going to go and battle some bears, then solve the big bear mystery. And Moana, I think Moana. she's a key character. Oh, I love Moana. Moana. And Mulan. A good okay. friend of mine. Mulan, yeah. Well, no, because Mulan, they set her up with a boyfriend, don't they? No, but he falls for her because she kicks ass and saves his life. They don't actually set her up. He actually... Does he fall for her? And she's technically, he falls for her and thinks that she's a him. Because yeah, that's what I thought. He kicks ass. <laughs> yeah. They're fine. The third one's maybe slightly complex for children, but yeah, we'll, we'll let the three of them go. I watched Rhea and the Last Dragon, which is like the newest Disney film on Disney Plus with my. I feel like I just keep advertising. Oh, yeah, that's this now. I watched Marie it Tran. Bad, it? Yeah, Kelly, it was... Is it Kelly Marie Tran that does her voice yes. on Star Wars? Yeah, she got a lot of shit from people. It's really good, and there isn't any like sexy, sexy storyline in it, and good. there's two princesses in it. And both mm. of them are like kick-ass warrior women, and yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, I'm just so I want to see more. I don't know the dragon thing's a bit overdone. That's what put me off watching it. I haven't watched it yet. The dragon's because Aquafina it... though, and I think Aquafina's really cool, so that makes it. Better. What's Aquafina? What's that? Like the actress Aquafina. I don't know who that is. You'd like her. Okay. Water brand. Say what? that again, sure, yes. Sure, there's like a water brand called Aquafina. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, what? Uh, there's a water bottle that's like, there's a water brand. Somebody's called the water after because she's so cool. Uh, <laughs> she has very chill vibes. I'd like to go on a night out with her. I don't know if I took a big pause there. Like, could somebody yeah. sort that for me? I think I'm suitably disturbed now from children's TV programs. Yay, we've made your wish come true. Yay. See, I'm telling you, the thing is we've gone for hours because all the cartoons are fucked up. They all yeah. are windows. Right, in the like, um, 
that show, the Riddler, I know they're not cartoons, they're technically they're puppets, but the Riddlers used to freak me out. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember that? They had like ginger hair and they looked. And um, oh, Rosie oh. and Jim scared the shit out of me as well. Because the thought like, of like I... two. Rosie and Jim were like knitted puppets, yeah. not knitted dolls that came yeah. to life when yeah. when they're, the they're parent, they lived on a yeah canal boat thing. Yeah. They scared I, I basically. Flashback memory that I'm almost remembering something I forgot. Oh my god! Like the I definitely remember being freaked out of them, but I don't actually remember them properly. They're horrible, and oh. yeah, Rosie and Jim were actual terrifying. Like I had a, but then I was scared of dolls coming to life quite a lot yeah. back then. I still am. That's like my actual yeah. feel here till now. I cannot sleep yeah, in a room with a doll in it. No, I used to have. I w- I used to stay at my pal Debbie's, right? And she had fucking hundreds of those porcelain dolls all oh, over her bedroom. And I had would sleep on the floor. And I swear to God, one of them fell once and broke its head. And it was the most terrifying thing ever. They're gonna kill you while you're asleep. They come to life Probably. and they kill you. Can't, yeah, I can't do their eyes staring at me. Yep. And they follow you around the room. Anyway. Well, maybe we should do a podcast on creepy yeah. dolls then. Uh, it's already on the list. Ooh, Let's nice. do it. Yeah, put that in the list. Bit, so, okay. yeah, I think, what, do you want to do that next week? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Dolls. Yeah. Dolls. Dolls. Do dolls or any sort of, like, inanimate object toys or stuff that, that might be possessed or come to life or in myths or whatever. Wow. I think we're getting away from the myth podcast thing here. <laughs> we're going down the route of the weird... <laughs> They're turning into some sort of supernatural podcast. <laughs> I feel like, you know, if you're into crystals, people consider you to be weird. Therefore, our podcast name allows us to talk about mythology Absolutely. and just in a weird shit. Okay. Any shit goes on the But list. then there could be in. It, it, it may not just be dolls. It could be, well, a, a golem, for instance. I mean, we could talk about the golem, which oh, is a yes. Jewish thing. Right, let's not get, we'll, we'll leave it for next week. Just leave them hanging. But like I say, um, we've got, um, New artwork for our, our podcast, Curtis Van McCune, and I also was sadly nobody emailed me. <laughs> I can't actually get people to email me. Or I, was email email you from, I was gonna email you from work just to be like, Hi, I wanna be your first email. We'll do it then, because I'm really disappointed no one sent us an email. Aww. I'm so desperate for like I mean, okay, I get people just wanna listen. Maybe they just don't want to interact. Maybe they're just happy listening to us and they're, they're fine with that's fine, that's fine. You don't have to send in your yeah. questions. I mean, I don't know. I mean if you've got any questions at all um about any of the episodes or anything we've discussed, or even if it's just about us you know if you've got any questions about what like myself yasmin or mark that you you'd like to know about us then send us an email at um crystal myth podcast um at mail.com so crystal myth podcast at mail.com it's there send us send us stuff send us pictures (laughs) 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 don't send us pictures do send us questions (laughs) John's encrypted. Do you want to send this or something <laughs> on your dick? <laughs> Not well, or your tits. I don't you've know. Said it now. I've said it now. I've opened the <laughs> tape. <laughs> oh my god! Right, I need my dinner. <laughs> yeah, you too. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we'll speak to you. Well, I'll speak to you guys next week, where we talk about inanimate objects coming to life. Yay! Woohoo! So. 
I've been Leslie, you've been Mark, and uh-huh. I've been Yasmin, yeah. and that's yeah. us. Bye. 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 Bye